0: Let's get this thing going one way or another. Yes. Hit that like button. Subscribe to this page. Guys, like stay. Going. Yes. Come on, baby. Let's go, baby. Yes. Cowboy Nation one way or another. Appreciate everybody for tuning in to this midday sports report as we talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Can we call it Victory Monday? we didn't play this weekend but we played the previous week right we played thursday we had a victory friday i'm greedy so we're gonna call this victory monday all right so we was able to beat the new orleans saints and of course of course we already know that everybody's saying that okay the cowboys are still trash in certain factors right but neither here nor there I kind of like that. I like when everybody says that to themselves that this team is nothing and I like for us to have extra added non attention to us where we can just put our backs against the wall and continue. And I mean continue to not just finish the fight. Remember I said this all off season. I want us to start the fight. And that's what D-Law did earlier. He said, "Hey, this particular team that we play against thursday i guess you know the saints we will have to punch them in the mouth and they won't be able to do the things that they are accustomed and uh really known to do then what we did we went out there we roll our sleeves up and we punched them right dead in the mouth and then it then uh at the end of the day we choked them out as well so without the help of the officials we look back at tape uh, we have film breakdown film reviews and all that and we can look back at tape and we can see that uh, (laughs) we could have held them to three points. And then on top of that, of course, you know, with the offense, people talk about a lot of things with the Cowboys only scoring 13 points, but they failed to mention and realize and understand that we were at the one when we kneeled three times to close out the game. One can argue the fact that if we really wanted to punch it in, we could have. It could have been quite possible. So, so as we begin to go a little bit further into this thing, all we got to do, just like I said, when we were three and five, just stay positive. Let's continue to pump this thing out. Appreciate those that's in the chat box. Man, I really do appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in to the nation. Let me give a shout out to the first person that's on my youtube page i always appreciate you guys and let me know that you're part of the notification squadron uh dj Cobbs, no dak ninja money make all use clothes money make all to get three in a row you know but uh in <laughs> your third place today dj Cobbs, the first person in here um as we begin to get this thing going what do you guys feel about the the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, we they play tonight. Of course, I'm going to do a little review on them tonight to see where, where they can stand at and how they can uh, uh, be the, I guess, the team that we need to look at and, and understand. All right, we beat, them, we beat them at their home. We don't want them to return the favor, right? So we're going to have to really fight, fight, fight. We have not accomplished nothing. We have yet to accomplish anything. So what we want to do is we really want to give – Philadelphia Eagles, everything we got. And then on top of that, aren't the filthy don't do they cornerbacks, do, do any of their cornerback, defensive backs scare any one of you guys that's in here? Let me know. Shout out to Muggs Maxwell that's in this thing, man. Peace peace out to you, fam. Appreciate you. Lamar Lemure uh Sub Law. What's going on with you? No, how how you doing? All right. Uh Armardo, what's going on with you, man? Let me see. Need to win. Need them to win tonight, but just barely. What about a tie tonight? That would be good, right? So, with that being said, you know, we, we talked about the, this, this particular defense, the D-Law of the Worlds and the Randy Gregorys, if he can just keep a level head on himself. And then on top of that, the uh, Malik Collins. Will this be the week? whether it be, Hope, how you doing, baby? Uh, Amardo, yes, Martinez, hell no, yes, what you're saying. Yeah, preach it, bro. Yeah, Raphael. All right, so this is the thing. Do we really think that this defense is at its peak? Because I hear whispers and I hear wonders and I hear sounds of this guy, Sean Lee, coming back. Would you Let me know, chat box, do you want Sean Lee back into this mix or would you prefer to have... Jalen and LVE the wolf hunter out there opposed to a Sean Lee and uh, see how they can just cause Sean Lee can continue to just coach him on the sidelines and get things like that going. I wanna know. I wanna know. And then on top of that when when do uh, David Irving gets back, you know? <laughs> do do you guys know anything of that nature, you know, of David Irving being back into the mix? I call him belly Irving, but he showed that he got rid of his belly. Then all of a sudden, he just injury-prone Irving because he missed the several games the year before, of some type of concussion protocol. He can't get his head right, can't get right off the field and things like that, not paying his rent or lease, whatever it was. And then on top of that, of course, we know about the baby mama drama issues too but neither here nor there can David Irvin come back and be that extra pressure because when we saw uh, check out my brother from another mother no other don't look like Danny Glover LaVache Lombardi's film breakdown if you look at his film breakdown of the defense and how they was able to Corral and fly out to the ball is fantastic, right? So, if you add those things together and then you add in the fact that you have a David Irvin, Belly Irvin, however you want to call him, no show Irvin, however you want to call David Irvin, if he gets back number 95, because you guys know I love 95, live like 95. If you bring 95 back into this mix, how in the world can he bring this defense even better? That would be crazy. Uh, a lot of people in the chat box saying, hey, make Lee the coach and just keep the, keep what you got, right? That's basically collectively what everybody is saying in the chat box. Let everybody play the way they playing now. Don't mess it up. Don't fix something that's already, if it's not broke, don't fix it basically, right? <laughs> rotate Lee. This is my guy, Victor uh, Medley. He says, uh, just rotate him. Put Lee in three or put all three in at the same time. This is the thing in a perfect world right (laughs) the reason why LVE is shining and and flashy and and just doing everything because of the dirty work the dirty work is being done through Jalen I'm not trying to discount what LVE is doing and I'm not trying to discount what Jalen Smith is doing it's just like a match it's just like a marriage almost you know one hand is helping out the other. They side by side. But what that Mike is responsible to do in this particular scheme, he got to take care of the dirty work. He got to get his head in, and he got to actually block the lead blocker. He got to be able to spot the running back in the backfield, hit that guy, chip, and also recover, and then get back out there in space and cover. That's why the weak side, all he got to do is free roam. and and protect his field and then also when they become into the like the bracket coverages and things like that that lve is stepping it up and that's what he's supposed to do trey f kennedy what's up man salute to you fam uh what is this ganther Sean lee can only help trust me i love Sean lee in a perfect world i was going back to the perfect world sometimes you guys gotta steer me back on the charts of things because i'd only have a, a limited time here in a perfect world You would move LVE as the mic. You would then insert Sean Lee back to the weak side linebacker position. And then you would say, Jalen, what's up, bro? What's going on, bro, Jalen? Smith, look, this is what we want to do for you. We're going to move you at the Sam." We want you to cover everything on the strong side, take away the tight end, and this is your position. We're going to roll out with our traditional set. We don't have to pull out or roll out a nickel uh, formation anymore. We're just going to roll with our base formation defense. One can argue that if when you can play with your base style formation of defense, that means you got a nasty, grittish, nasty, nasty defense because <laughs> you got your front four you're going to have your three uh, linebackers in it, and everything else is the same basically and that's cool <laughs> but in certain factors since it's a pass happy lead a lot of times we take away the extra linebacker and we bring in another defensive back whether it be a cornerback or a safety. And that's what you get your nickel from, those who can cover out in space. And that's why I say from here, A.B., Anthony Brown, hashtag A.B. 30, or A.B. 30 is out there doing his thing because he's flying out to the ball. He's playing freely. This front four, front four make anybody looks good because we have yet to hear anything, and I hate to bring this up from another team, we, we – we, have you have, have you guys heard of Richard Sherman since he played for the 49ers 41ers however you want to call him? Yes that front four diminished Richard Sherman was was shipped, shipped off to the uh, 49ers and yeah yep yeah, yeah you have yep 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 you have yet to hear from Richard Sherman <laughs> So this is the thing the front four and trust me <laughs> the scheme that we play is different from the scheme. That the uh, Seattle Seahawks rolling out and also the 49ers. It's a different scheme. Although we have Chris Richard educating and elevating and motivating everybody out there, we see the, uh, the, the, the growth factor. And I'm going to talk about Rich, uh, Chris Richard as well. But the growth factor is, is tremendous and it's wonderful. It is spectacular. But I, I, I have to say this, this will not all be done if you don't get your front four to be able to create pressure, chase, rip, and get upfield. So the Wolfpack, Joey, yes, yes, yes. I love that, the Wolfpack. Yeah, play all three. But then, you know, um, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Don't try to move LVE out of the weak side. Now, what I've seen is that they are already this year, several games before the game of last game they rotate they, they moving switching these guys around from uh i'm talking about lve yeah and lve and Jalen. they are moving those guys inside and outside is the mic and they are, and they are both playing and switching off as the weak side so when it only when it, it it relates to the nickel and the formation from there, I'm seeing that they are rotating in that aspect out there on the field. That's cool. <laughs> that is cool. So hopefully next year, I'm talking about next year when this brother from another mother, no other can just really fly out to the ball and really die, you know, dissect what he sees with his eyes. He's going to be even faster. Both of them, <laughs> believe it or not, Jalen Smith, this is only his second year because he redshirted his first year, basically. So, um just look for lve and and i trust me I'm the only person on this planet glad that I was wrong with him, right? (laughs) I was so wrong about (laughs) this doggone LVE. Yes, we're back. Yes, Julian, we live like 95. Let me see what I got over here on the Facebook panel. G Garcia, appreciate you for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, especially if you're a part of one of those Facebook groups that that talk cowboys. Just share this link down below. I really appreciate it. Uh, What I would do on my Facebook is once everything's been posted, I'll go back and I'll answer your questions questionings there uh, appreciate those who are on the Facebook appreciate you uh, this weekend we will be live like 95 at the Lava Cantina at at uh, 2 o'clock from 4 2 o'clock to 4 30 me Vox Lombardi big game James Mark Holmes boy we're gonna have an elite panel out there because what we're going to do we're going to interview a few players we're going to have Lincoln Coleman out there Super Bowl champion in the 90s Cowboys running back Drew Pearson. We already know he's the original 88. He will be live in the flesh too. And then on top of that, I think we will have Travis Frederick or uh, my brother from another mother. We will have, I think, don't don't quote me to it, don't hold my feet to the fire of it right now, but I'm thinking that we will have number 13. If you know what I mean, you already know who number 13 is, right? Gallup the Gallup poll right Michael Gallup and then on top of that I think we will have Zach Martin so we will have some good Cowboys players out there get your questionings together uh, see what we can do to get this thing locked loaded and live lit and ready if you really want to know more information about that all you have to do is click that link that's in my description box that says www.cowboysexperience.com and you will see the information that I'm talking about or the best thing that you guys can do right now is go to the go to the Cowboys Experience website on the Facebook page. Just type in Facebook and then type in Cowboys Experience, and you guys will see more information from there. All right, so um, let me answer some more questionings here. DLG uh, was talking about Damian Wilson can really cover tight ends and running backs with LVE. Oh, he said can't. Yeah, that's Damian Wilson. <laughs> Damian Wilson, his issue, uh, DLG music is is this is his issue. He don't get his head turned around to the ball. Uh, as far as covering out in space, it's just horrible for him. If he don't get the if he don't win off the line the LOS against the tight end, he's he's burned. He's dead at that point. But he's a good guy that can chase and get a feel. He got those type type of things that he can bend and get around the edge. If he can just be a little bit stronger and bigger. He can be one hell of a defensive end, but he's not that tall. He don't have those sizes to be that. But he can really chase and get upfield. To me personally, maybe a 3-4 would work out better for Damian Wilson where he can put his hands down into the dirt and he can just fly upfield. But the te- the type of team that we play, the type of defensive scheme that we play, Damian Wilson, he will flash at, se- at certain sectors, but is never covering out in space. If anybody can remember anything, just go all the way back. Uh, I believe in 2016 and 17, you'll see some of his uh, issues with, his, with as it relates to covering it out in space. But <clears throat> any word on Tyron Smith? To me personally, we on a two-game win streak with, without Tyron. I will say this: if if he's not 100% good to go, then we may have to slide in uh, number 75, Cam Fleming, for one more game. I would rather for him to be at least in the 90% time. Well, that's, that's just wishful thinking at this part of the, uh, I would rather have an 85% Tyron Smith, if that makes any sense for you guys too. But uh, <laughs> we will see though. Mike Thomas is soft like a baby. <laughs> Mike Thomas is still a beast, man. Uh, you're talking about the Saints uh, wide receiver. Yeah, he's still a beast. But shout out to you though. Um, <clears throat> We're going to have to figure out some things, man. Let me jump back over here. Uh, appreciate you, Joe, uh, on my Facebook page. Thank you for hitting that like button and sharing this content. Really appreciate you, Joe. Angie Gracia. appreciate you guys. Y'all are the, the real deal. Holyfield over there. Appreciate you. All right, so he does <laughs> he does stupid penalties. Uh, who's that, Brian? Let me know. Who are you talking about? Are you talking about Randy Gregory? My thoughts on Randy Gregory. Um, this... Is Randy Gregory issue? Uh, I think it's just one of those things where he still have to get his football body into in into check and uh, down and out distance and stuff like that. Just football IQ. We know that he scored high on the uh, the test whatever uh, you have to take before you get into the NFL. I've got the name of it. <laughs> he scored high. He really did the Wonderlic, <laughs> the Wonderlic test. He scored high on. But now it's different. Um, look. And I'm going to use this as, an, a, a, I guess, an analogy. And you guys know I always get, try to give you guys my analogy of things. Um, you can read a novel or book instruction manual on how to swim. You can actually write that book out and publish it and send it out to the masses. And you can get a million sales, two, three, four million dollar sales. And you can sell that book all you want, right? But until you are thrown into that water, all of that knowledge is just... Gone, and uh, that's what we're seeing with Randy Gregory. He scored a high on the Leg test. We already know that coming out of college, if we remove the off-the-field issues with the with the substance abuse, what have you, um, the guy would have been like through his first year. We would have saw some of these things that we're seeing now. And then the second year, we saw a little bit of those things. In the third year, you will see, like, man, this guy can average 11 to 12 sacks a game a year. I'm about to say a game, but a year. He is in that caliber of a player. But the playing time, <laughs> the, the, the book said, go like this, go like that when you swim and make sure your level, you know, your head is sticking up a little bit and not parried down and things like that. <laughs> but when you throw on into that water, that actually the actual water you have yet to have the experience guess what happened you started to sink and uh and 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 until all those things come together he's sinking right now but i'm i'm, I'm seeing progress and i'm seeing him progress you know progressing a little bit better each and every game so shout out to them dano thank you for tuning in to the nation yeah hit that like button people yeah appreciate you for informing everybody to hit that like button share this content be a part of the notification squad i have a podcast too that's law nations uh just type it in on your itunes your pocket cast your um your google play anywhere that you have a podcast just look me up if you uh If you have the free time especially when you're traveling on the road i do also have a facebook page go to D law nation that's my facebook handle it will be in the description box below you can go there and subscribe to the page and leave a review the reviews help me out because they let me know where I, i am at you know whether it's good bad or happy or sad try to leave that review for me and also with any of your questions for today once the video been posted Leave a review there, too, uh, just on my Facebook or YouTube page or if you're on Twitch or what have you. Just comment and see what we can do. Uh, Mike Marto said, did we ever talked about Randy Gregory offsides? <laughs> I'm going to say this before I depart with the uh, with the Cowboys versus any team, and I do know that, he, that the officials on both sides last game was just horrible, despicable, but that's one of the things that we always have to – play against. It's the Cowboys versus the officials versus the uh, the haters out there versus the team. And uh, as long as we can control the things that we can, um, this is the thing that I really want Dak Prescott. Uh, I do know that everybody say, oh, you just a Dak Prescott apologist, but I'm going to say it now. Dak Prescott, he must control and, uh, um, and manage that ball better. He got to because these games, Towards the latter part of the years, right now, every play counts. Every play counts, and sometimes the ball bounces. It's not going to bounce back into your hands, and we don't need to uh, to give the opposition momentum. I can argue this fact right here. The first game that we played against the Washington Deadskins, Four Skins, Redskins, however you want to call them, that game. If uh, number four didn't fumble the ball, we, you know we we could have won that game, and we could be looking at Possibly right now um, only four games lost or, or maybe three games lost, but I, I, I put myself in a situation where I defend Dak because I try to bring everybody back to reality because at the end of the day, the guy stills win collectively. He's winning more than he's losing, but he need to better his best on certain things. So I'm not the guy that's going to say, hey, this guy is trash. This guy is trash because this and that happened. No, that's not my uh, points of view. And and somebody said, hey, Law, why don't you do a film breakdown on all of his fumbles and interceptions and things like that? It's enough out there already for us, the negativity of Dak Prescott. You can just turn on ESPN, NFL Take, First Take, Fake Take, whatever, whatever it is. You can turn to those channels, Fox News, CBS. Colin Cowherd, Tupac and Biggie, anybody, you're going to hear them talking negatively of Dak Prescott. So as a, I guess I can be a defender and be like, okay, this guy are doing he's doing these things. He need to improve on this. But in order for this team to get here, we just need for him to play at this level. Now, we saw Big Ben. Now of course I know I'm going to get a lot of hate mail. People are going to say, "Wait a minute, Law. Wait a minute. What are you saying? Big Ben got two Super Bowls." No, I can argue the fact that the team got two Super Bowls from when he was playing, but Big Ben played horrible the other night. We saw that. Mm-hmm. We saw that, and uh, we saw the uh, what well, most of us who watch all football we saw Aaron Rodgers. One of the greatest quarterbacks you can ever lay eyes on, right? And that coaching staff with with that coach and, and the way he planned and throwing away balls and the obscuring the number. He need to play better as well. But we don't have the masses because he got a Super Bowl. And we can look back at the Saints game as well. And uh, the guy had yet to pass 190 yards. He passed, what, a 176? Drew Brees, that was an open play that I can't break down and I could put out there. But we already know that he's a Super Bowl winning champion, you know, blase blase. But neither here nor there, I'm not putting Dak in those arenas. But what I'm saying is collectively that sometimes what Nietzsche said, do not spoil what you have by desiring the things that you don't have. Because at one point of time, 2015, the quarterback that you have is something that you dream for. (laughs) <laughs> can you imagine if we didn't have can you imagine we, we we let's say we drafted the uh the quarterback that jerry jones really wanted in 2016 i forgot his name i don't think he, he even played in the national football league so at the end of the day what i'm trying to bring home to everyone is that it's not as bad as it seems and uh and, and i pull up the facts The other day, and then people were still saying, hey, wait a minute, this is a different type of era, but wait a minute, this is a different type of uh, this and that. It's the intangibles, the things that you just don't see that elevate Dak Prescott beyond a Blake Bortles or beyond a Mark Sanchez or beyond a Tim Tebow or beyond a who else they love to compare the the, uh, Donovan McNabb's of the world, right? The intangibles. He's not the best pass. Paxton Lynch. Yeah, can you imagine if we would have had that guy, or they was hiring another guy, uh, Mike Marto. Appreciate you for po- for pointing that out, Ron Jackson. Appreciate you, uh, or Johnny Manziel. You know, Dak Prescott is better than those guys, um, and we saw. And now Baker Mayfield. Natural thrower of the ball. It looks like a a, a, a to me personally, to me, looks like a Drew Brees out there that can mobile, that's a little bit more mobile. Uh, but he had a horrible poo-poo game the other day. You know, so it takes time for these guys to develop. And, of course, we love what we've seen with uh, uh, Mahomes and all this. And he's doing his thing out there, Patrick Mahomes. He's doing his thing, man. We love what he's seeing. But he was drafted in the first round for a reason. Watson was drafted in the first round for a reason. Those guys are nice. Those guys are, yeah, they are, at this point in their careers, they are making better decisions than Dak Prescott. But the focus point of this team uh, going into the Eagles is not about Dak Prescott. It's all about Ezekiel Elliott, the path of the righteous man. If he can get over 25-plus carries and if he can get to 100 yards, it's a guaranteed win, right? The guy's, like, almost undefeated when he he has a great game. He were put it like this in 2016, the team made a decision to draft a running back, not draft a quarterback. And with that decision, this team went and said to themselves, this is where we're going to build this team from. We've drafted some offensive linemen. We needed a dynamic running back. One can argue the year before that we had what well, we was ranked third overall in rushing. We had Derek McFadden, but McFadden was not a guy that can just wield a team. So, Now you got a transcending player or a transcended player, because I'm going to say he's already transcended, (laughs) is Ezekiel Elliott. He's the focal point of this team. And then so happened, something something had to happen to Romo, and uh, the writing was on the wall anyway. So with that being said, guys, all we have to do is uh, focus on Ezekiel Elliott, this offensive line, and then occasionally – Dak Prescott hitting Amari Cooper, Dak Prescott hitting uh, uh, Michael Gallup until he developed into a, a dynamic quarterback throwing the ball all around. He can be, he can, it can happen, guys. We're seven and five right now. For those who uh, folded up like a weak tent, and th- when we were three and five, we are winning. So all we got to do now is continue to jump on this thing and continue to win, and we will see a better production from the quarterback. If the running back does his job and the coaching staff call their plays right, and then occasionally the quarterback coach can help develop Dak Prescott. Oh, wait a minute, <laughs> the quarterback coach Kelly Moore. <laughs> no shade at Kelly Moore, but remember, I was talking about that book on how to swim. <laughs> I'm bringing everything back home. Kelly Moore saying, "Hey, go like this and go like that," you know, but he yet to have done it himself. So now that he's in this seat of teaching somebody to learn to do something, it's going to take a minute before he can elevate and master that particular skill of teaching someone. He's a rookie coach, a rookie quarterback coach, teaching a third-year developmental quarterback, a developing quarterback, to to, to throw the ball correctly. It takes time. That's all I have to say for today. I really appreciate it. All you guys for tuning in to the nation. Don't forget to hit that like button, share this content, and join the notification squad as well. I will see y'all on Saturday at the Plano Lava Cantina, the Cowboys Experience uh, event. Me, Drew Pearson, Vonch Lombardi, uh, Big Game Jane, Producer G, uh, Tyson West Coast Cowboys, DC Scouting, uh, who else? I'd be remiss to add. Uh, um, who else we going to have out there? D Dallas Prospect. Uh, every legend was once a prospect. Everybody going to be out there. So I hope to see you guys there, too. Uh, shout out to you, Victor Medley. Let's get this thing going one way or another. Let's go. Yes. Hector, shout out to you, man. Taurus, Robert Lowe, Brian, Daniel who else we have out here, man? Nook, Nook, what's good, man? Joey S. Yes. All you guys, man. Let's go, baby. Let's go. I know you crunk because I am. Jay Mac, what's good? John, thank you for tuning in to the nation. Thomas J- Jamal, Joe, Kelvin K. Thank you for tuning in. Warren Deshaun. Yes. Yeah, he's saying he Team Dak. What's up, man? Salute to you. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go Cowboy Nation Stand up Rise up Eric P I see (laughs) you And remember You guys are listening To nothing but the best Salute I'm out Peace Let's go Brady I see you Tyrese appreciate you Billy Joe You know it